Hey everyone, it's Professor Clark, and in this lecture, we're going to review the dative case noun endings. I have split this up into a lecture just on nouns and a lecture on adjectives. The textbook covers nouns with a certain amount of detail, uh, but just kind of like glosses over adjectives. So I wanted to give you a separate, more in-detailed lecture on adjectives uh, because sometimes that can be a little confusing and I thought you needed the review. But let's start off with our discussion of nouns. So when do we use the dative case? Uh, the dative case is pretty simple as far as endings go, but it has a very wide range of meanings in Russian. So there are all kinds of situations in which you use the dative case. In general, however, it indicates the indirect object. So if you have a verb and you have both the indirect object and the direct object, the indirect object would be in the dative. An example of such a construction would be, I gave my brother a book. The book is the direct object and it's in the accusative, and my brother is the indirect object and it's in the dative. The indirect object is the recipient of the action um, when you do something to someone. Uh, so the dative case is really this to case. It's when you do something to someone or you have motion towards or up to someone or something. So that's the basic idea of the dative case. You do something to someone or something, or you move towards or up to someone or something. And we use the dative case with the prepositions k and po. You don't have to have a preposition with the dative case, but if you use the prepositions k and po, you're normally going to use them with the dative case. So let's start by looking at the masculine singular of noun endings in the dative case. It is quite straightforward. If nouns end in a hard consonant, which is going to be many, many masculine nouns, we just add oo to form the dative. So kivanu, kmaximu, kalegu, kpavlu. That's all there is to it. It's really straightforward. If nouns end in a myachiznak or nikratkoya, we drop the myachiznak or nikratkoya and add u. And there are a fair number of masculine proper names, so people's names, that end in ikratkoya. So, for example, Vasili becomes k Vasiliu. We drop the ikratkoya and add u. Sergei becomes k Sergeyu. We drop the ikratkoya and add u. Andrei becomes k Andreu. Once again, we're going to drop that final ikratkoya and add u. Uh, so that's the only tricky thing. You have to remember to drop the ikratkoya uh, or the myachisnak and add u. Other than that, it's a super straightforward case. It's also super straightforward in the neuter singular. The endings are the same. The issue is just that neuter nouns end in a vowel, so we have to drop that vowel before we add the endings. So if they are a hard stem noun, they end in o, we drop the o and add Ooh. So akno becomes kaknu, we walked up to the window. Pismo becomes kpismu, uh, we attach something to the letter. Kresla, an armchair, becomes kreslu, you walked up to the armchair. If you have a noun ending in ye, we're going to drop the ye and add you. And it doesn't matter whether it just ends in a consonant plus ye, like morya, or if it ends in i, like obshijitia or zanyatia. 
So we have kapshajitiyu, gzanyatiyu, kmoryu. Very straightforward. In the feminine, the endings are also very straightforward. The only difference is that in the feminine, we don't make a distinction between hard stem and soft stem for our endings. We have this other distinction where we distinguish between nouns that end in a consonant plus a or ya, or nouns that end in myakiznak or i ya. So let's look at nouns that end in either a or ya added directly to a consonant. In that case, we're going to drop the a or the ya and add a ya. So sviata becomes ksvietia, liana becomes klenia, katia, which ends with a ya, becomes kkatia, exactly the same as sviata and liana, which are hard stem. Pasha, which is husher stem, also becomes kpasha, we just add the ya. Sasha, also husher stem, ksasha. Uh, Alyosha, kalyosha. And note that we use these endings regardless of whether we're talking about a man or a woman. The important thing is that the noun ends in a or ya. So Svieta, Liana, and Katya are women's names. Uh, Pasha, Sasha, and Alyosha are probably men's names. Uh, Sasha is like Alex, so it can be a nickname either for Alexander or Alexandra. Uh, Pasha is a nickname for Pavel. It's kind of like calling someone... I don't know, Polly or something. It's a nickname for Paul. And Alyosha is a nickname for Alexei, which is a man's name. So it doesn't matter. Uh, technically, Sieta, Liana, and Katya are grammatically feminine, and Pasha, Sasha, and Alyosha, if they're referring to men, which they normally are going to, are grammatically masculine. But they take the same endings because they end in a or ya. And then we can have feminine nouns ending in a myakiznak or an iya. All of these are soft stem nouns, but not all soft stem nouns follow these rules, only those that end in myakiznak or iya. In that case, we're going to drop the myakiznak or the ya and add an i. So, Lyubov is a woman's name, and it ends in myakiznak, and we can say k Lyubovi. And it's important to note that Lyubov, when it's just a regular noun, uh, meaning love, drops the or, that or is a fleeting or. However, if it's a proper name, uh, and it's the Russian equivalent of charity, um, so faith, hope, and charity, the trinity of virtues, um, and Lubov is charity or love. Uh, so when it's a proper name, meaning charity or brotherly love, we don't drop the or, it, isn't, it doesn't fleet. It's not a fleeting or, so we keep it. And we say k lyubovi. Or we can have the name Maria k marii. Or Yulia k yulii. And that's not a huge group of nouns. But again, um, there are a number of popular names that end in ia, like Maria, Maria, and Yulia, Julia. So you do need to know these endings to decline those proper nouns, those people's names correctly. And then we have the plural. And with the plural, it doesn't matter whether the noun was originally masculine, feminine, or neuter. It just depends whether it was hard stem or soft stem. Remember, hard stem nouns are those that end in hard consonants, o or a. And in that case, they're going to take am in the dative plural. 
So, k vracham, to the doctors, k profesoram, to the professors, k to the sisters, k mamam i papam, to mothers and fathers. And then soft-stem nouns, which are those that end in myachisnak, they can be either masculine or feminine, either way they're soft-stem. Ye or ya take yam in the dative plural. So k to the instructors, k to the horses, pa vaskrisenyam, on Sundays. On the final slide of the PowerPoint, I've made a chart of dative noun endings. I've divided it into hard stem, soft stem, and velar and husher stem. So for masculine and neuter, hard stem is going to be oo, and soft stem is going to be you. For feminine, hard stem is going to be ye, always. Soft stem is going to be ye if it ends in a consonant plus ya, like Anya or Katya. And it's going to be e if it ends in a myachisnak or iya. So Maria becomes Marii, Lyubov becomes Lyubovi. And for plural, hard stem is going to be am, and soft stem is going to be yam. And I've also included velar husher stems, uh, but in this case, they are just all treated as hard stems. So uh, masculine and neuter is going to be u, feminine is going to be ye, and plural is going to be am. So that's it. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, hopefully you found that helpful. And next we will turn to adjectives.